Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Cairns. I'm your host here each and every week. As we do our part, introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring some of our favorite beers and breweries to life. So, first of all, try a new camera angle, see what you think, have a look, how we doing? But uh, this week, episode 182, we're talking to our good friend, Mr. Matthew Ryan Sharp. We had the pleasure back in 2019, feels like moons ago, of getting to connect together in person with the Ryan Geist Brewing. We are actually there with uh, Robert Warwick, and uh, previously in the day had a wonderful opportunity to meet uh, you know, Keith Meltner and really just kind of tie it all together. One of the, the joys is connecting with our artists and designers and you know we've really been lucky for folks like Matt uh, to become friends and he's just an all-around good person. So it's a great episode. Uh, it's, it's a little tough to listen to, I think, you know. Um, you know, the story of uh, Matthew and, and his family, uh, you know, just uh, about a year ago, they lost their home to uh, a really random, unprecedented kind of fluke fire because of a lightning bolt strike to their home. And so, you know, he and I have discussed in the past, but, you know, just kind of Re, you know, reliving that and kind of, uh, you know, going through that. You know, I, I want to thank him for, for sharing that with us. You know, I, I know it was, it was awful, horrific, terrible. You know, insert other, you know, uh, extreme adjectives and, and descriptors. Um, but it's just a wonderful opportunity. I think, you know, as he's always said, his Midwest work ethic just shows that. I think that, you know, you know, take you know, a kick in the dick and, you know, you, you come back stronger, you know, and I think that it's, it's, it's not easy and it's not, you know, something that it, anyone could do, but I, I'm excited for what the future holds. I know that we'll get together in the future and, and celebrate that new home, that new ranch, that, you know, that new setup. Cause I just, he's a, he's a one of a kind individual and I just, I'm lucky to, you know, call him a friend and, Still, you know, Arrowhead, I still need you to send me some of those beers that he's doing, but uh, I just, I love the work that he's doing. Hand-drawn, original, true to himself, just a good person. And so I think that, you know, this is a speed bump or just kind of a, a rough case, you know, bad scenario here, but, you know, he's just, you know, he's just good people. And I know that he's going to, you know, come out on the other side and, you know, as you hear from the episode, we're, we're already talking about that. So episode 182, it's not a prime number, so I do apologize. But it's a, it's a great episode with an, with an old friend. We've got much more where that came from, so please, we've got some confirmations from some of our earliest guests. So it's, a, it's a really exciting to you know, share that with you and just continue to you know move forward. Um, you're listening to the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ. You can find us at 16OZ Canvas. So like 16 ounce, 160Z, 16OZ, not zero. Uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now YouTube. So we're trying, we're getting it out there. We're, we're having a lot more fun with the video section than we thought of. Uh, we figured out a few workarounds and, and loopholes that previously 
you know, weren't there. But uh, hopefully you're doing safe. Uh, you're having, you know, remember, as we say, you're closer to the you know, end than we are the beginning. I know this week was really tough with a lot of snow in the Northeast. Folks were just, were, you know, the snow was coming down. It felt like it was, you know, just your, our heads were throbbing and just, it was, it was just a lot. And so I know that people had, you know, plans for, for ways at least to, to even get away and just, you know, drive, you know, for a few hours and the snow is kind of uh, jacking things up. So please be safe. Uh, if you or anyone needs, you know, just a, an ear, you want to join us on Clubhouse, whatever it is, you know, please reach out aj at 16ozcanvas.com. So that's going to do it. Episode 182, Matthew Ryan Sharp. I'm AJ Cairns. This is the 16-ounce canvas. We are the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Thank you. Yeah, happy, uh, once again, happy belated birthday. I know I got you, but uh, making 40 look good. Oh, yeah. Uh, try, you know, try and... Trying at least. What the fuck. Well, let me turn my let me turn my phone off. These fucking yeah, people. Come on, dude. Yeah, right. Hey, hey man. Work. Where's my graphic design? Hey, man. I've got this many bu- bucks. Can you make me an entire branding operation? Yeah. Hey, I I have I have thirty cents, a high five, and a six pack of PBR. Can you brand my whole company? Yeah, I I put in my life savings in this company, but can you do it for uh can you do it for exposure? You know, we've no one's ever heard of me or anything I've done, but yeah, I'm sure in 20 years they're gonna be like, wow, who made your logo? Here's a hot lead. True. It's true. <laughs> so man, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, I'm, you're one of the few I've been blessed. We got to, you know, hang out in uh in Cincy. And so it's kind of nice just to you know, we've got a nice little vibe going and I, I value your friendship. And you know, I know it's been a, a tough year. Fuck the pandemic. Just like personally for you guys. And just wanted to yeah. you know, see how you're doing, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's been uh, for, you know, for kind of like for our family, it's been, you know, it's been kind of like a rough, a rough two years with, uh, you know, the kind of like the loss of our, our first dog. Uh, right. Yeah, I think that's when we first. I think that's when we. I think when we met, you kind of just he was yeah. get sick or he just passed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He had when when we were when we were up at Rheingeist, uh Yeah, he had he had just passed like not that long ago, and I was still uh, I was still still pretty fucked up. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, and then you know like kind of like almost a year after kind of, I was still reeling, you know, from that, um, you know, we had, we had, you know, our house got struck by lightning and fucking burned. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it's like, it's, it's not like, it's not funny at all, but, no, like, but like, it's crazy. I mean, the fact that like something like really like one in a million, whatever it is, like, not only to hit you, then like the, just the destruction was massive. Yeah, it was, you know, it hit, uh, they think it hit the, they think it hit like the roof or the chimney or something around there. They couldn't really pinpoint exactly like where it, uh, they couldn't pinpoint exactly like where it hit. But when the, the next day, when there was like a, uh, 
like a specialist for the insurance company, he came out and he pulls up this radar and he was like, yeah, there were 500 lightning strikes within a two mile radius of your house. And the closest one was like point, like 0.01 miles away. So they're like, yeah, that's the one that hit your house. But yeah, long story short, like three o'clock in the afternoon, July 9th, lightning, lightning hit somewhere in the house. And, uh, yeah, kind of like lit the attic and the, uh, and the roof up, we were able to get, you know, everybody was home at the time. So me, Jen, the baby, we all got out, grabbed the dogs. Um, and I actually, I actually like ran, uh, ran back inside before like the shit really hit the fan. And, uh, I ran into like my closet cause I had to grab like this box that had like lunch boxes, ashes and his like sweater and his favorite toy. And like all this shit where I was like, dude, if the house like goes and like, I lose this stuff, like, I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. just something I didn't really want to think about. So like I ran back in and then as I was like coming out, we had like, it was, it was an, it was an older house. It was built in the eighties and it had uh, an attic fan in the hallway, right by like the main stairwell going up. So as I was coming out of the bedroom to go back down the stairs, to go out of the, um, to go out of the house, like there's just like flames, like shooting out of like the attic fan um and you just like it was one of those things where you like you kind of like stop for a minute and I was just kind of like I was looking at it so I'm like dude you're mm -hmm. like you're looking at death in the face and it had like this it had like this crazy like grumble like this low if you've ever if you've ever heard like um like a steel mill like furnace like that yeah it was it was like that um, so, I mean, you're, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Cause you feel like you're staring like, you know, the devil in the face. So it was, and, it was so that, that vent was like, it was pushing from the top. And so it was trying to. Yeah. 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 So the, the, the fire was kind of like a, above me, you know, cause we got, we got the basement, the first floor, the second floor, and then the attic and the uh, yeah, the fire, the fire was in the attic and that's, you know, ultimately that's where it was contained. So you think like, Oh, cool. Like, you know, it was contained in the attic and the roof. Like you just have to replace that. But the downfall with that is in order to put it out, they had to dump, like, I can't remember if it was 30 or 40,000 gallons of water and all of that stuff just falls downward. So it was 20% fire damage. And then the the other 80 percent was all water damage so all of our shit was ruined by water it wasn't ruined by fire oh uh, yeah that makes kind of unfortunate sense right yeah you, you can't just like all right it'll go out you should have to put it and pushes it and takes out everything with it yeah 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 so it was uh yeah that was crazy man it was uh it was crazy and it uh you know, and then the, cra the, the craziest thing of all is we had just moved. We had only been in that house for four months. It's, it was kind of like our, it wasn't necessarily like our dream house, but it was on our dream piece of property. Kind of like there's some rolling hills. There's a creek in the front, a creek in the back that you have to like drive over. It's on like three and a half acres, like probably an acre and a half of it behind the house is all like undeveloped woods. So you can kind of just go like explore. And it's very like, uh, we really liked it for like the idea of like the baby, 
mm-hmm. like growing up on that property. Yeah. It's very, so very sort of like whimsical and magical. Mm-hmm. We, we don't really have too many, too many neighbors around and the ones that are around are, 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 sp- are spread out pretty, pretty far. So we can kind of just do our own thing, be left alone. There's no like HOA. So people are like, Hey, you can't, you know, right. you, you can't, have green spray paint on your garbage can or, you know, fucking whatever. So, uh, yeah, it'll, you know, it'll be cool. Um, it'll be cool once we finally get back in, uh, we're tentatively hoping for, we're tentatively hoping for like may. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that it, it, it's just it's hard to say right now like the exterior is like pretty close to being finished but the uh the interior you know the interior's got a long way to go yeah like was it yeah was there any bullshit with like insurance and all oh, that dude. stuff we, we we need another fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a everybody who ever tells you like if you ever run into anybody who's ever like oh it's a it's a fucking nightmare dealing with insurance whether it's like a flood or the it, it is it is it's a fucking nightmare man it's a fucking nightmare you get like you get a like a fraction of like what your shit's worth so like if you got like a painting and you're like, hey, I bought this from this person a year ago. It was a thousand dollars. Here's the receipt. They're like, oh, okay. Well, there's depreciation. So like, we'll give you thirty five bucks. And it is. I mean, it is, man. It's just you literally they they will try and they will try and like downgrade your shit so much. Um, yeah, like there, that could be like a whole like, yeah. like the sixteen ounce podcast. It could be like the, <laughs> the fucking, fucking insurance, insurance it, it, yeah, insurance nightmare. And that's the thing is, we have great insurance too. Like, so we have like really, really good insurance. So imagine if you had like one of these fly by night companies that, you know, right? Oh yeah, and then they don't tell you. It's like you hear nightmare stories all the time, right? They say, "What is it, Chris Rock?" In case shit happens, but. You don't know, like they tell you you're okay, you pass then, and then it's like, oh, well, you didn't have this. And if you read on section 17, it says that this here, you're like, what? You didn't tell me that, right? So yeah, yeah, for sure, man. It's all about, it's all about, it's all about fine print and that sort of, that sort of bullshit. So where, where are you now, man? We're in like this, uh, we're in like this very beige, temporary this is not like it almost matched your hat though but like i'm like this is not your color palette man yeah no yeah it's like a very we're in like this we're in this temporary house that our insurance has us um has us up in and it's nice because my mother-in-law lives like two blocks that way and then our house is like four blocks that way Mm-hmm. so we're we're kind of like right in in the middle so if we ever got to like run to the house and be like hey like let's go over like where the electrical is going to be placed or where the outlets are going to be or do you want this this do you want this sink move to here whatever we're close enough to to where we can kind of be involved in that's cool in in the rebuild process and my my wife and uh my wife and i were like we're redesigning like the that's entire- what i was gonna say did you get like get some flex on that like yeah like 
yeah, we get to, we get to kind of like redesign and put our stamp on everything. And we're, we're not really doing anything with moving walls and changing the floor plan, but we are, you know, there, there's some areas that we're kind of expanding a little bit and making a little bit more, a little bit bigger and, uh, kind of function a little bit better for what our, what our uses are. Yeah. Yeah. It's shit. Like we have for this house and we're hoping to move and, and, but you don't realize like what you, I don't know, like it's such a grown up thing to be like, man, I wish this had a different open floor plan. I wish this was here. Like shit. Yeah. That I was just like, at first I was just like, wait, you're going to sell me a fucking house. Like, cool. Like that was all I cared about. Like, Oh, you sure? Like, yep. Yeah, it's yours. Like, all right. And now I'm like, God, oh, this wall wasn't here. And when I'm, you know, when we're in the kitchen, like you can't see what the kids are doing. Like there's a bunch of shit like that. that you don't realize. Yeah. It's super. And one then too, you know, depending on what you're, you know, what your hobbies and stuff are at home. Um, like, you know, uh, Jen and I, we cook a ton. So mm-hmm. we're sinking so much like time and energy into the design process for like our kitchen because we spend so much time in yeah. there and we, we like, we cook like relatively like bigger elaborate things on just like, Hey, it's a Thursday night. Let's make, you know, whatever. Let's make, korean barbecue street tacos and a slaw and this and that blah 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 so that was like that was super super important for us um so yeah it should be it'll what everybody said from the get-go even the day that it happened because the fire chief and everybody who was there the day it happened they're like you know we hate to say this to you, but like, this is going to be a complete fucking rebuild. This is like one of the worst fires we've ever seen. Um, You're like, thanks bro. And I was, and, and, and he was like, but the, and he was like, you know, and I know that sounds like shitty to say that. And he was like, but the, the positive thing is you're going to have the house of your dreams when it's all done. And, and when Jen and I moved in, we were like, all right, cool. You know, we want to do this. We want to change this. We want to repaint this. And we kind of had like a 20 year plan and now it, it turned into a one year plan. So it's, it's, it's a very trying experience mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, But if we can sort of like power through and wade through the bullshit, like it should, should be really, really cool. And then it's nice because then when we move back in, we can kind of, you know, spend a week, week, month, whatever, getting settled. And then we really want to start having people come out to the, to the property and enjoying the property with us. That's, that was always our vision for, for that property was like, we want to share it with people because having three and a half acres, having three and a half acres for three people is like not necessary. It's but if you can, so awesome, yeah. but if you can have like some parties or like, have you and the family, you know, have you and the family come out for a long weekend, we got a pool, like there's nice, plenty yeah. of room for you guys to sleep. You don't have to, you don't have to get a hotel. Like you're going to eat well while you're there. I always have tons of beer because of the industry I work. You really don't need anything else, man. We like, we're going to expand our garden. We're going to like, we're going to be able to like eat uh, like, yeah you know eat stuff you make like, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah man yeah. yeah for sure that's like oh, yeah i mean i yeah i mean i think that obviously you don't want to, it's like you never wish it but you're you know in a couple of years you'll be able to look back and it's that was a good 
you know, to really enjoy it, your vision to get it kind of ramped up to speed. But I mean, it's still, yeah. As you're wearing your shirt with like fucking lightning bolts all over it right now. I'm like, uh, yeah, this is from, this is from this company called sample surplus. It says yeah. it, you can't see it, but it says one way, one way trip. Yeah. Uh, and I actually, I actually reached out to that guy. Funny story. Cause you think, oh, that guy should always be wearing, like most people are thinking like, oh, you should always be wearing like Arrowhead Ales or Smuggler's Coffee or stupid rad merch company shit. But it's like, it's one of those things where I feel weird about wearing those shirts all the time. So I feel like it's kind of like sucking your own dick. And like, I'm like, am I wearing a 16 ounce camera shirt? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. good." Um, And that's the thing. You should be always like promoting your brands. But I like this. I I like this company stuff because it's so unlike anything that I would do. Right. So I like wearing it. And he actually came out with this shirt, but he he only like put the, or actually he didn't put it on a shirt. He only put the graphic on a pair of sweatpants and it had like this weird, like skeleton with like this geometric fire pattern behind it. And it said, I survived the fire. And I'm like, dude. So I I hit him up and I'm like, Hey, you don't offer it, but like, will you put this on a shirt for me? And he was like, yeah. And I kind of told him the story and he was like, yeah, for sure. I'll do it. Um, so I've been, yeah, I've been a big, uh, I've been a big fan of this company. So you can see like, it says nice. one way trip. I don't know. It's, fu- it's fucking weird. All his shit looks like drug induced. Like, I don't know. He's some, he's some, he's, he's some, he's some wacky guy from Virginia. So I'm like, what's, his, right. what's it? How can we follow him? You should give him a plug. Uh, yeah. Go, go to Instagram and it's, it's at sample surplus sample surplus all right that's like yeah yeah he does he, do, he does a, he does a bunch of weird shit and i'm like i said i'm a i'm a big fan of people's work that are like nothing like what i would do and it doesn't it doesn't look like uh it doesn't look like graphic design you know graphic yeah. design or illustration that i would do his his shit's kind of kind of far out there yeah so i mean like just you know we're just gonna move on from your life and traumatic experience. Like, you know, you've been busy as, as hell. So, I mean, you kind of have it stopped, you know, you're putting out a ton of work. What's, you know, what's been up for, what have you been up to? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's, it's weird with everything, like with the pandemic and everything, you know, it, it, it sucks to kind of like talk like this because so many people are having a hard time, like paying bills or, you know, getting steady work or staying employed or they have reduced hours or whatever, man. Like everybody, everybody was affected last year, not only from COVID, but then it just seemed like everybody I knew was, you know, everybody I knew, like their, their sister got cancer, their mom passed away, their dad passed away. You know, like what we went through, like what we went through with the fire, was unique to us, but I think there were devastating like losses that everybody felt that were like with underneath that same umbrella of like, fuck man, can we get a break? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, so fast forward to like the, the, the answer to your question is, you know, I took, I took some time off obviously with everything with the fire and I, I, I let people, the only reason I posted about that on Facebook, because I, I kind of keep like my private life, like pretty, yeah, like was, that's kind of yeah, like my life, yeah. like yeah. my, like, you know, my wife's my wife, like 
my, I don't want my daughter to grow up on Facebook, like with a bunch of pictures, like not everybody needs to see like all these like steps in our life. But I put that on Facebook because I kind of need, I, I was in the, I was in the thick of it, man. Like I was in the thick of like work. I had a ton of shit, a ton of projects all like in, in the, so I need to tell people like, Hey, some shit just happened. And like, I might be able not be able to get you your sticker design for, you know, a, a, a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months. Cause I didn't, I didn't have anything. Like I lost my computer. Like I lost all my shit. I, I couldn't even, I didn't even have pencils to draw. So, you know, I was kind of already behind the eight ball with that. And then when I dove back into design last year, I, I played catch up and then I just needed shit to kind of keep, keep me like my mind occupied. So I wasn't dwelling on. So I was just taking on every project I could project, 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 anything that came my way, I would do it. And then usually every year from about September to December, there's like the floodgates open and the shit hits the fan and everybody who you've ever talked about graphic design with in the past 15 years are like, Hey man, remember that? Like, remember that logo for that? Like, like ice cream company and Chinese food mashup I was going to do, I'm going live with it now. So I I had like this crazy, like influx of work from like September to December. And I'm always kind of like used to that. And then December hit and it like never slowed down stuff, stuff kept coming in. And then January and now we're into February and it's like, I'm, I mean, I have like, I have like, you can't see, but the, the, this yeah. is all, this is all notes on stuff. That's like, got to get done. Got to get wrapped up. Got to get revised new things that got to get started. Um, and that's why, like, I think I said on Instagram or something like, I'm like my, my books, like my books are closed until May unless like, yeah we've had a conversation about something like I'm yeah. pretty. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, Arrowhead, you know, Arrowhead's Arrowhead's packaging up a ton of beer. I got a bunch of, you know, I got a bunch of new coffee labels that I'm working on for smugglers, you know, stupid rad is kind of like with us diving into screen printing and all these other processes. That's kind of like a whole new animal. And, you know, I mean, Simeon's yeah. Simeon's. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, he's Mike loves Simeon, dude. He, yeah, he's he's the guy. I mean, he's uh, anytime I've ever need anything, I've I've uh, recommended him to numerous people. But yeah, just Simeon, you're the shit. So I yeah, man. That. I mean, Simeon Simeon's the best, and he's gotten that to a point to where like I don't have to be so involved when we want a new T-shirt or we want a new graphic or we want a new sticker. Like I'll jump in, but the the day to day like business aspect of like what he did does like that's his baby now. Like I'm, I'm hands off, you know, I was, I was able to, you know, him and I, him and I, and all the people that we surrounded ourselves, like we built that, that company up to like what it is now. And he can, he can just sort of like run with it. And, um, you know, and then you just, you throw in like all the other stuff that I do. I was explaining this to somebody the other day. Um, what I've really tried to do is insulate myself you know, long story short, like I, while you don't tell of, short stories, bro, I love you, but you don't tell short stories. That's why we, I, I don't, you don't, you don't, you're one of the longest, 
It's like 30 or 40 minutes. I'm like, nah, probably, probably not. Yeah, I was gonna because if you look back, I think you were on the first episode and I I had a yeah, it was like the file is too large, like for the upload. I was like, oh, I gotta figure something out here. Yeah. And then well, and then and then Joey and then Joey had to outdo me. <laughs> he was like, Oh man, Mr. Potts. Yeah, Matt did two hours. I'm gonna do two hours and 30 minutes, you son of a bitch. Yeah, part of that's also me me. Some weeks I get like super wordy, other weeks I don't like doing the intros and outros so anyway i'm sorry you were saying you're telling Um, that short story yeah man so short story short story long uh just chugging along man like i have i have more i have more work i have more work now than like i've had in a in a long time and i'm i'm super super fortunate and that's uh you know it's definitely it's definitely not not lost on me um and yeah, I, you, that's all you can say is like, I just, I, in, in this position that I'm in and like where, where I've insulated myself to where I can kind of just like rotate around with like these 10, 15 different companies that I have like a really cool rapport built up with across a bunch of different industries, not just like beer and, and, and liquor and, and mead and stuff like that. It's uh yeah, it's just, you, get, you know, it's, are you getting it's, in the weed? You're doing some weed work too? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I actually uh hold on. Where's the hold on? I got this. I actually got this drawing for like a graphic I'm working on for oh, for nice. something that's not it's not gonna be anything that it's not gonna be anything that uh anybody's gonna be able to acquire. Like you'll see you'll see the graphic, but the the graphic is for like a sticker or a label for a thing that like you won't you won't be able to buy. It's kind of like uh yeah, packaging. Yeah, but it's it, if you know a guy, if you know a guy, you know a guy. Right, right, right. Cland- right. Clandestine industries. Cool. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down with that. I know a guy. Yeah, you um, know, you do know a guy. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I, and one of the great things, I mean, which I, I was always inspired, is even the level of detail you have. You do that all while digital. You do all the clicks and everything. But I mean, is that still part of your your process? Has that been harder to keep that going with, with all that's going on? Like all nah, man. Clients? I mean, uh, yeah, no, not, not really, man. Uh, it's, it's, a it's a late, it's a late, the way I design is a, kind of like a more labor intensive process. When I talk to other designers, they're like, that seems like way more fucking work than, than, it, than it's worth. And I'm like, yeah, but for, for a lot of people, it might be, but for me, that's the way, like I achieve the final result that I get. Like I have to work through that process of like drawing it on paper, making a photocopy, doing all the inking and like getting my hard lines and my shapes and kind of figure, I do all my problem solving in the drawing phase. Mm -hmm. People are like, well, you could just command Z and like undo it. Like that's, that's not what I want to do though. When I'm ready to get into digital, like I want it to be digital and I want to know the blueprint. So yeah, my, my, my process is the exact same. You know, it, like I said, with the fire and everything, it took me a minute because I had to like go buy fucking paper and pencils and like pens and shit. Like I had to literally buy everything to be able to like start doing what I did again. And then you gotta, you gotta try and find the fucking ambition and motivation while you're, you know, the past like 39 years of your life were basically in ruins. You got to find the motivation to be like, Hey, 
time to do a beer label you're right you know or make that whatever again yeah, yeah 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 it's time to time to draw that unicorn you, you draw you draw a beautiful unicorn yeah and i think but i think that when you look i mean your your, your thick lines i think there's so much like detail and depth to it that it's just yeah i mean there's probably there's always different ways to do stuff but i think that that's kind of part of your you know your your signature so it's I think my it's it's my shtick it's my gimmick you know? I don't know if it's a gimmick. If it's a gimmick, then you're not really understanding the term gimmick very well. You're, you're making, <laughs> the, yeah, gimmick would be you pretending to draw and then to do it all digital. But um, yeah, that was yeah. dope when we met at Rheingeist, uh, you know, to see your sketchbook was like, I don't know, to me, that's always like a big trust thing. Like you let me to kind of poke through that. And it was, it was super impressive to see, you know, some of the work you're doing. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's cool that you like said that because I actually like that was like one of the things I was able. I mean, it's like it's pretty like roached out, but I was able to. I was actually able to like the the ceiling in my office. Um, obviously made a drywall. It like it collapsed on a bunch of stuff. But then the nice thing was the the drywall um, actually like insulated from like stuff. Yeah. So like the you know now it's got like you know now. You can see like everything, it's got, yeah. like it's got some flavor to it, though. Yeah, yeah it's got some. It's got but some. You'll see, like we like the you know, the Midwest Midwest Work Ethic Museum, right? It'll have like these old school, you know, kind of eroded books. Yeah. Yeah, everything. You know, all my shit was polished. What were you drawing? You were drawing like a crow, I think, and I called it an eagle, or an eagle. And I yeah, yeah, you did. You gave me like a big fucking complex. You're like, oh, that's a cool American eagle. I was like, oh, I was supposed to be a raven. I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess this drawing fucking fail. And then you, and I was like, and it was funny too, because I was fucking with you. And I could tell you kind of like almost started to feel bad because we were still in like that new friendship yeah. phase. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, you know, I just, I looked at it from a weird angle and, <laughs> and yeah, I was like, was, hey. and then I saw, then I saw it come out like a couple weeks after that. And I was like, and oh, you're like, oh yeah, no, that does look like a crow. And I was like, yeah, and don't forget about that great fucking chicken sandwich I introduced you to. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you're always you're always work i mean you're 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 a grinder i mean how many how how do you how do you manage like all the different you said like this i mean the beautiful mind shit you got going i guess but like are you are you keeping like a schedule book are you like dedicating certain hours a day or you just somehow it works like um yeah man i just i i would say i probably work seven days a week i don't right. work like full eight hour shifts all right, seven right, right, days right. But yeah, you know, I mean, I, we, we wake up, I, I take, take care of the baby. We bring her off to, we bring her off to preschool and then come back here. And I, I try, I guess I try to like manage expectations because obviously Arrowhead takes like, I've, I've stuff for Arrowhead that I have to do every day. Um, Cause I do, I, I manage a lot of the social media for, for Arrowhead. I do, I, I manage our Instagram, I manage our Facebook. Um, okay. So I kind of have to, I kind of have to stay, stay up to date with all that stuff. And then once I get that stuff done for the day, and then I work ahead on some Arrowhead stuff, you know, you know, uh, an hour or two before we're going to go get the baby, like I'll, I'll click around on like a different project and then come home, have dinner, you know, do the whole nighttime family routine. And then while my wife and I are watching, watching TV at night, sort of like winding down, like I'll be sitting at like the table 
you know, drawing or I'll have like a, you know, I'll have like a clipboard on my lap and I'll be inking something. I'm at, I'm at a point right now where I can never really have like just downtime just to have downtime. I kind of always got to be like sketching this, inking that, or, you know, upstairs here in this little, you know, hallway that I'm in, like doing, doing actual like finished design. And I, I, I usually try and tell people like, all right, I'm going to, I'll get this drawing to you by this time. And then you give me a thumbs up on that drawing. Give me about, you know, depending on the project, give me a week or give me two weeks or give me a month and to develop everything for you. So yeah, it's, uh, it is, it's, it's a very sort of like chaotic juggling thing, but it right, right now, right now it's working. And I, I, I have a tendency to not, not take on more than I can handle a B I feel like I work better under like the looming pressure of deadlines. I just, I, I, I think better that way so I can visually problem solve better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then also too, what I try and do is I try, I always try to, I think the best rule of thumb is under promise and then over deliver. That's so if I tell, that. so if I tell somebody like, Hey, I'm going to have it to you in two weeks, if I turn and burn and I like, and I really get it to them in like a week and then I get them like kind of like a couple more variations more than I said I was going to give them. I feel like that, I feel like that goes a, a long way. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think sometimes you think, oh, yeah, yeah, it's better to, yeah. I always think that's important because if you come in early, then it's like, okay, then it's a whole new narrative and yeah. you get to do it versus like, okay, I need another week when they're expecting it. But uh, now have you, you know, we're visual here, you know, we met, you've, uh, you've got nice and slim and, and trim, you know, what's, uh, what's the secret to your, uh, you know, you lost a couple LBs there and you're looking good, dude. Thanks, man. Um, I mean, fucking stress and depression and anxiety. Oh, All right. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, I mean, that's like, that's like a big portion of it. Um, and then uh, you still able to get, I mean, with all the shit going on, I know you're, you're, you kind of turned into like a, a gym rat for a period. Like, is that still part of your routine or? Yeah. Yeah. I go to, I go to, I go to the gym. I go to the gym four days a week for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I drastically kind of changed like my, my eating habits. Um, yeah. I just, just, just cut, just cut. I, I cut back on a lot of bullshit. Um, I honestly, honestly, man, I even, you know, given like the industry that I'm in, like, I don't even really drink a whole lot, man. After, um, after lunchbox passed away, like I just, I, I kind of like lost the taste for, for booze. Um, it just, and I, I don't know. I heard something a while ago. It says like every, like every seven years, like your, your taste palate change and like your, your cells like shed themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, you kind of like, so like, it's like one of those things, like if you ate ketchup when you were a little kid, by the time you're in your thirties, you're like, ketchup's fucking disgusting and stuff like that. So I, I it's kind of like along that theory. So yeah, there's just like, there's like a lot of stuff that like, I just, I don't enjoy the taste of like my, my wife and I, we went and got something to eat a couple, couple weeks ago. And I was like, man, I really want like chicken wings and a Sam Adams Boston lager. Like that's mm-hmm. just what sounded good. And I got chicken wings and like an ice cold Boston lager. And it was great. But I mean, that was, that was the one I had, like it's, it scratched that itch. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, for the, for the most part, man, I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I cut out booze, not that I'm against it. Like once summertime comes around and if, you know, we're by the pool or whatever, it's not like, I'm going to be like, Oh no, I'm just having, you know, 2% milk. No, no, no alcohol for me, sir. Um, but like between that, going to the, going to the, you know, going to the gym, going to the gym for four days a week. And then, uh, yeah, changing, kind of changing eating habits. Like I know when, like, when I sleep at night, like I know if I'm starting to like gain weight, like I just, I sleep, I sleep differently and, uh, like, but like butter starts coming out of my neck, like seeping through my pores. Oh yeah. I do miss the gym. That's the only thing. That's probably the one thing I just, yeah, I don't know. Like there's just, it's, I didn't feel like it was like, the most hygienic place to begin with and so i don't know but- yeah they're like i i kind of i kind of follow like a routine like i walk in i walk in with like a hood up a hat like a beanie on like a mask on i drop my shit off in like my little cubby and the gym i go to is like really really small because where i live is like a pretty small town mm-hmm. so there's like just not a lot of people and then I figured out a time to where I can go there and there's like only like two or three other people. Yeah. And then I wipe down the machine before I get on it. And then I wipe down the machine after I get, you know, whatever machines I'm working on, wipe them down after I, before I get on, after I get off and I grab my shit and I walk out. Yeah. So it's like my, I, I, I really, really like limit, limit the exposure. And then I'm also on like a, pretty like crazy regimen of like like vitamins supplements pro and prebiotics and just a bunch of just a bunch of shit to like ramp up my immune system um mm-hmm. and then shit ton a shit ton of juice man like right uh right towards the right towards the end of the year we uh we bought it we bought a new juicer and i I, dr- I drink like a shit ton of like juice that i make i make fresh so which sounds awesome. like it sounds like some hippie white woman shit. <laughs> like, hey, like, wanna right? Yeah, if like if, if it was like if I if they didn't see all your your tests and stuff, they're like, oh, you've got a a yogi master on today. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, uh, like I, I feel like I should be like recruiting you to my essential oil pyramid. <laughs> right? Yeah, dude. Right? Right? You're telling me you're gonna make me juices. You make all this organic food and come live on your. You're kind of getting into like a commune slash. Kind of getting a little culty, like, yeah. hey, hey, I got three and a half acres. You can like live here, and you'll be free. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second, uh, yeah. hey, come on, we'll change our we'll change our name to Earth Child and Moonbeam. Right. Oh, yeah, we got our cats. They were like, uh, you know, we're. I got my wife's cat. I had like a 20 year old cat when we were dating, and like it ran away to like die. It was like really sad, and so I went to. I went to like a, a shelter pop-up thing, like to adopt these cats. And they're like, oh, you know, the, the cats already have names. And I was like, I was like, get the fuck out of here. It was like Star. And it was, it was one of them was Star. I think the other one was Moonbeam. Like it might've been that. One was <laughs> definitely Star, but they also like, and I called to adopt it. They, they hung up on me. They're like, um, were you going to get the cat to Claude? And I was like, yeah, immediately. And they're like, click. Yeah. And I called back and I was like, like, how would you feel if we cut off your fingers at your knuckles? And I was like, is this still the cat place? Like, what's going on here? And so I was like, I don't, I never like bought or owned a cat. I'm like, just just tell me it's 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 a terrible thing. And they're like, oh, okay. And so then yeah, that, that makes sense. Those cats peel over all my stuff. Like they hate me. They're still alive and they hate me. Like, yeah. 
to death. They knew they heard, knew they knew what heard. you were gonna do. They were on the conference line. Oh yeah, like you could lay out clothes all across the house. They would like they'd find mine and like pee on it and then like look at me while they're doing it. Like, what's yeah. up, bro? But yeah, like, yeah. oh the cat's names are star. I was like, okay, like, like I'm like, they're good. They're gonna be I wonder good. if I wonder if the shelter, I wonder if they were like big Zappa fans. I don't know, but like I was like, oh, I'm naming this one Zelda, and my wife named the other one Coco. I'm like, that's what their names are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Um, so, what, what can we expect? What's you know, what's uh, what's the next in your your world domination plan? Um, I'm probably gonna start doing like some TED talks on like self medicating. Okay. That's yeah, good. it just <laughs> like how to just. There's a couple, there's a couple strains that I've discovered that'll, yeah. it'll, they'll take, it'll take it, uh, Saturn. Nice. And then Indica, you'll get sativa. What do you got? What are you thinking? I like Indica because it's slang for in the couch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like, to. I, I do not like that. It puts me to sleep because I don't stop. And then when I take that. When that's, that's the only, that's the only time I smoke is at night. Like I don't, I don't smoke during the day. Like I can, I can get I can get up, have coffee, eat, go to the gym, come back home. I, I like to, I like to almost feel like I've, like I've earned it and I have to shut my brain off at night. So like, that's, that's the whole reason. Like yeah. why I now, hypothetically, like, I have hypothetically to, speaking, and I, I can't, they say that cause it's stored in your fat cells when you work out really hard. That That's some of the, that hype that you're getting is it's like your body's kind of getting a little, little bit of a buzz the thc because thc stores your fat cells and so when you're working hard at the gym you're yeah. burning that you're burning off a little bit it gets it gets in there okay i can i can i can be down i can be down with that yeah but yeah man i mean hypothetically also, hypothetically because hypothetically, you're, sure. you're, no, you're, you're in you're in pistol wave in new haven and i'm no, in ohio we're, yeah we're 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 uh uh, we'll be the last ones. Like people drive through us to get to Massachusetts all the time. So, um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't really know. I don't really know what's going to be coming up. I mean, I sent you that message last night talking about like the hypothetical like title for the book I want to put together. Yeah. But that's just like it's a massive undertaking. The way that I want to do it. So I would probably have to. I'd probably have to like cut off doing any, like, I'd probably only be able to do arrowhead work for like six months Yeah. in order to fill the remainder of my free time with laying that book out. Um, yeah. We talked about the book. Yeah. You had, you had a few uh, ideas. I still have, I mean, I've been doing some more research, but it's, it's overwhelming when you really look at it. Yeah. Every, every level of detail, just not even before you even get the content, like paper and, size and yeah just like how do you do it yeah it's just like there's just there's a thousand little things that you can like get lost in well and then like layout so like uh, you know a lot of and this this might be able to help you out a little bit just you kind of wrapping your head around something but there was a there was a place i found that you could get you could get a sample pack of all these different papers and all these different sizes of pamphlets and books mm -hmm. and most most labels I think are like eight inches wide by 
anywhere between like three and five inches tall. So if you had your book like laid out like that, like horizontally, you could almost have like every label full size, full page, and then still have a little, some room underneath to be able to put like brewery year type mm -hmm. of beer. And then if you could have like, the way I want to do it is I want to have notes about like the process of like how that label came to be like, Oh, originally like the brewer named it this. And I came up with this idea and then almost having like a, like an editor's notes sort yeah. of thing. And then I, what I thought was going to be really, really cool is in the corner, like underneath all of that, I wanted to have like a little speaker icon and then I wanted to have an artist and a song. Okay. To, to know that like, because there's a lot of stuff where I looked at, I'm like, oh, I know what I was like listening to when mm -hmm. I was like doing this label. And so I've been consciously trying to like make notes on like sketches for other beer labels to be like, hey, I almost want to have like a super eclectic soundtrack from beginning to end. Yeah. Like, so as you go from label to label, not only do you go on this, not only do you go on like this visual journey, but you could also go on like this, this musical journey as well. I like that. Yeah. I thought about doing like, it's kind of funny. They're coming back QR codes, but like on the pages and then it would go to like, a, have a site that was like the artist, like make it a multimedia thing. So it could still be yeah. like a coffee table book, but then if you really wanted to get into it, you know, you could like hear, you could hear the episode or hear whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I thought it would be like, if, if you ever did, like, if you ever did like a, another ex exhibition again, or you did like a book release or you did like a whole oh, yeah, That's like, that's what I love to do is just, I mean, that would be the, like take two weeks off and just drive around to the breweries and do like, just pop up like book signings. Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Do almost a, do almost like a two week book tour. That would be, that would be like something super, super fun. And then if you do like, let's say the final one ends up in whatever Connecticut or Chicago mm -hmm. or wherever, then what you do is you do like that pop-up and then you do it like how they used to have in old record stores where you could like, you could like listen to an album before yeah, you yeah. bought it and you could like listen to, you You could have like headphone stations. To I remember that. Wow. I feel old. Dude. Yeah. Sam Goody yeah. going like, Oh, I really like track six. I'm gonna buy this album. Yeah, I want to. You know what? I want to listen to the entire this entire Hanson record before I buy it because I don't know right. if I like, like these already, guys. The fact that putting it on my head, you should you should buy it. Yeah, yeah. Or like, sir, you've been on that station for forty five minutes. You got to share. I'm like, all right, cool. Be like, hey, you shut your mouth, lady. I want to listen to the new down record, and I'm not gonna. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to rip this onto my uh, cassette tape. Like, this is yeah. all I got for you. Yeah. I'm trying to rip this on my laser disc. Yeah, right. Well, well, brother, I, I always, you know, if anything I can do to help, you know, I'm always, always here. I think the world of you. I think you're just, you know, I'm really happy how busy you are and, you know, the work you make is, is unique and creative. And, you know, it's got an edge, you know, it's very fitting that it's your work. And so I'm just excited for, whatever's next and if i like i said if i can help in any way but you you believe in the project early on and we're you know we're really passionate and been a big supporter for for years now so so thanks man thanks man yeah it's uh it it, it you know it's, it's tough because i live I, I live a lot in my head 
You know, I live a lot in my head and a lot of, yeah, you love me a little bit, man. I appreciate that. And, uh, it's cool, man. Cause I'm like, I'm a firm believer in that. Like that sort of like that, like I said earlier about like insulating myself and like that, like rising tides, raise, raise all ships, sort of, sort of mentality. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, hopefully the, the world starts to get, you know, yeah back at least to like somewhat normal and we can like we can me and you and all the people that we've talked to and all the people that we're surrounded by that um are just incredible at what they do hopefully we can all start like making these projects like come to fruition because you we'll do, and i we will do midwest we've kicked, fest. We've kicked, we'll do midwest fest on the on the on the grounds get everybody to come to the house we'll do like a little thing yeah, dude. I mean, cause you know, like behind, obviously behind the scenes, like in, in text message and chat, like you and I have kicked around a ton of ideas it's and, fun, uh, you know, it'd be nice to be able to start bringing this stuff to fruition. Cause you know, like I said on Instagram, like, you know, I've had 40 revolutions around the sun. If I'm lucky, hopefully I get another 40 more, but you know, you want to start like making really start solidifying, I guess you could say like air quotes, your legacy or whatever. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, you know, how- that's, that's why the book is important to me. I think I love the podcast, but I can't see myself. I don't know if I have another five years of, of, you know, a podcast in me, but you know, let's get through today. Yeah. Get and, some, uh, get some, get some tactile stuff made. Maybe man. something I can look back and be like, dude, that was great. Cause then, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, you get it. You get it. But, uh, all right, brother, we'll, we'll, we'll do this again soon. Sounds good. And then we can, we can just talk about, we can just talk about how everybody should quit doing, doing beer labels. Cause Sam Heimer's the fucking best at it. <laughs> Fuck 2020. Right. That's the best. Yeah. I can't believe, I can't believe I got approved. I mean, that, that whole thing to me is amazing. Yeah, dude, that guy got approved. That guy, that guy's ridiculous. He's just like, and it's great because he talked about how he'd been wanting to do beer labels for like 12 years and finally, somebody was like, "Hey, man, you want to do a beer label?" And now he's just off to the all races. In. Dude. Yeah, he's yeah, all in. He's, yeah, maybe some... we should do one. Of the, yeah, maybe we should do one of these in the future and just have it be like, like a, the whole Brady Bunch tile and just like all the artists. Like that'd be dope. I think that'd be kind of fun. Maybe, yeah. yeah. See, new ideas came up. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. We could we could do like a curated like a curated like six like six people, like, jo- like Joey could handpick six people or Sam or yeah. whoever it'd be. It'd be, that'd be fun, man. Yeah. I'll be in the middle. I'll, 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 uh, I'll be the more. Uh, who's the, who's the housekeeper in Brady Bunch? Alice. Yeah. I'll be Alice. Yeah. I'll be Alice in Bunch. I'm looking, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to you and I hanging out in 3d in, in, yeah. in, in real time. We'll do it soon, man. Let's go out We're to the desert. Here. Let's go out to the desert and eat, eat peyote. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, but I'll get back to you. All right, brother. All right, man. Much love, dude. Talk to All you right, soon. brother. Love you. Bye. 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 Love you, too.